Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. And welcome to all the listeners from Australia and the US and from Britain and from anywhere over the world. And the great thing about these shows is is you can always listen to them in archives and you can go back through the resources of shows at any time when you do need to listen to them. So the show I'm doing today, this is a repeat and this is actually the show that started airing on Tuesday where there was some technical issues. And that's why it's going live and being done now. But please do know that the regular time is Tuesdays, 1 p.m. Australia time for all of these shows. So the show that I'm going to be talking about today is another one of the manifesting the life and love that you want. And I'm going to be talking about manifestation processes and alignment and also too about some practical understandings that can really help you shift out of your old patterns into programs and alignment that is going to serve you. So what this show is about today, this is about men want love too. So this is about a deeper understanding of men and a deeper understanding of how you can connect to men to be at all, and of course, that one special man that you can have a fulfilling, loving relationship with. So what this show is about is that many women have limited beliefs regarding men. They believe that men can be adulterous, non-committal, and simply use and abuse women for sex. And of course, there can be so many beliefs around men, and especially this can apply to if you have had narcissistic or abusive experiences, or you've had certain patterns in your life that have ended up with the same type of man and the same sort of disappointing, painful and heartbreaking situations in your life. So this show is really going to help you understand how men think, what they really do want and how you can be a woman who appeals to a man's ability to love and commit and inspire him so that you are going to be the woman that he's crazy about, that he loves, that he wants to be with. So how can you turn your experience around from being the plaything to the real thing for him? Okay, so we all know as women and a lot of people that listen to this show and the reason you're into self-development and you're into uh, finding resources and solutions to help you is because you will have had disappointing love experiences. And it's very, very important that we understand that we can certainly stay in looking to the outside and saying, well, this keeps happening, this keeps happening, this keeps happening. But the truth of the matter is we can't change anything or anybody outside of ourselves. Now, whether or that that's been our past or that's our present, we can't. So what we need to do is work on ourselves and change ourselves. 
Now, if you've had disappointing and painful love experiences and you've had narcissistic relationships, chances are your focus, your beliefs are going to be very much on what has happened or what is. And that really can destroy a lot of your faith. And it can even uh, allow you to feel powerless in your ability to create a healthy relationship. Now, what I want to talk to you about today to start off with is about men. And I'm talking about good men. And I'm talking about men that have got the ability for empathy and compassion and for truth. Now, you only need one man. And there are absolutely a ton of men out there that want what you want. They want an empowered love experience. They want a relationship with somebody. And in fact, until a man is involved and grown up, you know, they may still be the player. But there are a lot of men that are past that and really do want to settle down with one woman and to create an amazing love experience. Now, we know that men tend to be more peripheral in their choices of women and men on a DNA level, if we were to look at the animal kingdom and how that operates, absolutely, generally it will be one male to numerous females. Now, not every animal variety is like that. There are exceptions to that rule. But the difference between instinctual behavior and the human capacity to make choice. And humans have a frontal lobe. They have consciousness. They have the ability to make conscious choices. Now, a lot of men realize through life experience or their upbringing or their programming that it's actually not appropriate and it's not helpful to have more than one woman in their life if they want a fulfilling love experience. So there are a lot of men that do choose that they would love to have one person. And... We all need to understand this as women about men. Part of their DNA programming is it is normal for a man to actually look at a woman and to imagine what it's like to have sex with her. And even the nicest guy is more than likely going to do that. But there's a huge difference between that instinctual thought that he has or actually acting it out and doing it. So as women, you need to accept that. And it doesn't matter whether it's Christian Carter or any other or Tony Robbins or any other you know, a person on the planet that talks about relationships, it's, it's a widely acknowledged fact that that's just what men do. So know that there's a huge difference between that and not committing to you, not being physically present and committed to you. So, you know, when men have grown up enough or when a woman inspires them enough to grow up, what's the difference? And the good guy is what we're talking about. And that's what you want to connect to. That's what you want to create in your life rather than going back through the old stories and the old patterns that are creating the realities that you don't want in your life. So what a man is looking for in a relationship, he wants love. He wants fidelity. He wants trust. He wants respect. He wants connection. He wants fun. He wants intimacy and he wants safety. Now, all of those things are exactly what we want as well. So let's go through, you know, what those things mean to a man. So love for a man is he wants a woman that is nurturing. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to be his mother. But he wants somebody that is going to care enough about him to want to actually 
that's the most beautiful thing about women is that love, that support, that caring, that, you know, I'd love to make you a meal, I'd love to give you a safe place to land, I'm here for you, that's nurturing. He wants empathy, so he wants to be understood. He wants you to empathize with him. He also wants safety, so he knows that you can be relied upon, that you're somebody that has got integrity, and you're somebody that is going to help make his life safe rather than chaotic. Okay, and absolutely sexuality. You know, for most men, it is a big part of that. And understanding that with women, how we normally connect when we're healthy is we want to be heard, we want to be able to talk out our problems and our fears, we want a guy to listen to us, we want his arms around us telling us that it's okay. That's how we feel really, really safe with a man. But what, and, and how we feel connected. For men, connection, sex is a big part of it. In a committed relationship, he connects through sex. That's how he feels connected, he feels desired, he feels that connection. So a lot of women can be very much running the programs of he only wants sex from me. So when we've got a problem or an argument, he just wants sex. He just wants sex. We've got to remember that that's how men connect. So that's something that we need to understand. Fidelity is an enormous part of a good guy wanting to commit to you. So it's very, very important that when, if you are single or if you are in a new relationship, that this man wants to know that you are his, he is yours, and you are the only man in his life at that level. So, you know, I get quite horrified when I hear stories about, you know, women dating, showing too much flesh, appearing to be sexual, trying to get the guy's interest by being sexual, or even bragging about you know, her sexual ability with other people because immediately what's going to happen with a guy that has is looking for that special partner is he doesn't want that. Men are very territorial and there's a huge difference between a man that is jealous, possessive or protective territorial and it's very much a male uh, aspect of their personality to be territorial. So anybody that's been in a narcissistic relationship with a jealous, possessive person will know what that feels like. It doesn't feel safe. It doesn't feel protected. It doesn't feel honored or cherished. It actually feels abusive. And it is abusive because a simple example of that is a narcissistic or an insecure person who's running jealousy possession programs is going to very, very much blame you. So if there is any sort of, let's say you're at a party and a guy is trying to come on to you, the narcissistic type will not confront that man and will actually blame you and pay out on you for it because his running programs of women are not to be trusted. Women are this, that and the other. And what often happens in narcissistic relationships is that they do actually partner up with women that are very, very trustworthy that are very, very, you are the only man in my life, but there's no trust or respect there. So what happens with the narcissist is he is going to project his insecurities onto you and make them your fault 
rather than taking responsibility for his own insecurities and programs of women are not to be trusted. Now conversely, it doesn't mean you're a narcissist, but if you're still running programs yourself that men are not to be trusted, all men cheat, all men play up, you may find that you are doing this yourself that you're projecting your insecurities onto another person and making them responsible for them rather than them being your, your insecurities. Now, a decent guy, a man, is, and we're talking about a man, not an angry little five-year-old boy in a man's body, which is what a narcissist is. But a man is going to be territorial. He's going to be protective. So if you were at a party and a guy started touching you and coming on a little bit inappropriately, what your man is likely to do is to walk over, you know, and he might say, honey, can you just excuse me for a minute? And he will actually talk to this man. He will confront this man. He will say, I'm protecting my lady. And there's an enormous difference. But the man that is the good guy he wants to know. He does not want to date you, meet you, and think, who else does she come on to? Who else does she go to bed with too quickly? And she has had numerous sexual con uh, conquests in her past. That is an immediate turn-off because he's going to think, I can't trust this woman to be by my side with me as her man. So you need to be very, very aware of that. And if you're dating, by all means, be sexy but not too much flesh, be respectful, cover yourself up, leave something to the imagination. It's really, really important. Trust is huge and all good relationships are based on trust. So this is about you need to be your actions meet your words and if we're very guarded and if we've got a lot of defense mechanisms going, you automatically give off that vibe and that knowing that you're hiding things, you're not being authentic, you're not being real, you know, you need to just be real and authentic, okay? And if real and authentic for you is that you have got a lot of unhealed parts, you know, and you're giving off way too much information about your life and your pain and your struggles and your problems, you really need to understand that men... See, this is the way it works. Women are more inclined to want to fix a mess. You think about it on a household level. You know, if a woman walks past a pile of junk, she's going to want to stop and put it away and fix it and tidy it up. Men don't even, they just don't want to be bothered with that. You know, and I'm not saying that men can't be domestic, but this is in a general sense. So what happens if you're meeting a guy and you've got a lot of unresolved issues and you're still really charging off you know, ex-relationships and, and, you know, any good guy worth his salt, if he's dating you, he's going to want to know your relationship history because what he's doing is working out is this somebody that is through enough of their baggage for me to have a relationship with. So when I'm saying authentic, you want to be authentic in a healthy way. And if you're actually discussing past relationships of he really hurt me, he was really bad, he was this, he was that, you know, when women can hear that from men, unfortunately, women can go, there's a mess, I can be the woman who saves him, I can be the woman that fixes this all for him, and he's going to love me because I can do that. All of that's incredibly unhealthy. So you should never be choosing a man that is talking about his past relationship issues in a toxic, unhealthy, unresolved, he's still hurt way. Steer totally clear of that. 
Now, if a man hears that story from you, if he's a narcissistic type personality, well then, that's great because he is going to be able to work out your weak points to hook you and to offload and project onto you and hurt you. And that's what narcissists do. If you're meeting, so you don't want to attract one of those guys in, you know, because a guy like that will go, okay, this girl's vulnerable. I've already found her weak spots. I know what hurts her. I can pretend to be her knight in shining armor that's going to fix all of this for her, but this is all the information I need as ammunition later to hook her and to dump my unhealed parts onto her and make her responsible for them. Okay, so don't be doing that. You need to resolve your stuff, come to the gift, come to the understanding of this was my pattern in the past, this is the stuff I've needed to heal to create a different outer experience and I'm grateful for that opportunity. If you're not at that place, you need to work on yourself before you start thinking about attracting a knight in shining armor that's going to come into your life that's going to fix it all for you. Because at an energy level, that is an impossibility. You can only connect to and create the experience in your life with where you're at on an inner level. So you're not going to get that. Now the good guy that comes along that starts hearing all of this stuff He's going to go, there's a mess, there's a baggage, I don't want to touch it. And then a peripheral. At a DNA level, they have that, that innate instinctual belief there's more from where that came from. I have a wide, one, a wide open possibility of women that I can meet. I don't need to take damaged goods on. Women are very, very different. We have had the DNA belief, which we've carried through the generations, that and our ancestors had this, I need to get a man quickly for survival and protection. So women tend to look at all the good, dismiss all the bad and give it a shot based on attraction or what women perceive as connection, which is a completely different thing than what men perceive as connection in the dating process, getting to know somebody and connecting with somebody. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later. So the good guy is not looking, I'm, I'm not saying you have to be perfect. I'm really not saying that because nobody is. But you need to be at the gift and the opportunity of what happened to you in the past and if you can express you're actually grateful for that and mean it because there's a big difference between what comes out of your mouth and what gets passed over vibrationally through a body language or just a feeling. And everybody knows the difference between something that's real and something that's not real, regardless of what's being said. Women dismiss that very, very easily. They don't want to listen to when we're needy, when we're trying to get that one man or we're trying to just fulfill our space with whoever is good enough that comes along. Women dismiss all of that inner knowing. They don't listen to it which is actually really quite sad because women are very, very powerful at an intuitive level when they listen to and trust themselves. So ultimately, you've got to trust yourself first and you've got to trust yourself that you're at a good enough space to bring trust into a relationship and you don't want to be damaged goods. Because if you're damaged goods, you don't trust yourself. You haven't got the gift. You haven't got the opportunity and the alignment of where you've been. So that's very, very important. 
And also too, in the trust situation, when you're in relationships or moving into relationships, it's about learning how to communicate. And actually, it's just come into my awareness, an incredible book that I would love to recommend to everybody. It's called Crucial Conversations. So please Google this book and order it because it's going to explain to you so much about how to bring trust into conversations, how to make them safe, how to inspire trust in other people. So this book works in every area of your life, but I think it is a vital resource for relationships to learn how to create trust and connection. So trust is very, very important for men. Okay, respect is something that is very synonymous with men. Women, unfortunately, we've learnt to disrespect ourselves and we've learnt to put up with lack of respect and we need to work on that. We need to understand that a lot better for ourselves. Men have this thing about respect, okay? So what a man wants to be done, he wants to be respected for who he is in the world. He wants to be respected for his work and that doesn't matter whether he's a forklift driver or whether he's a CEO, he wants to be a provider. A good guy wants to provide. He wants to protect. He wants to provide. So being respected for who he is in the world is very, very important. So if you don't believe that you can respect a forklift driver, if that's not enough for you and then you're going to get with this guy and then you're going to put him down and you're going to like say to him, well, you know, you need to do this or you need to do that or you need to be better or... You need to be whatever. You know, there's a difference between encouraging a man to grow, which has got to be part of his idea and his inspiration and who he wants to be, or trying to force him to grow in what he does or make more money or provide or things like that. Because as soon as a man hears that, if it's not done in an inspirational way that supports who he wants to be in the world, he's going to come straight back to, I don't feel good enough. So... Remember, the man you choose is the man you get. And also, too, if you're in a relationship where you're seeing somebody not working, not moving, not doing his thing, and you're trying to force him and change him to be that man, and he doesn't want that, well, then you've got to really, really understand, if I can't respect this person for lying on the couch three weeks in a row and not wanting to do anything or get a job, then leave. Because it's not your truth. Because any healthy relationship in, that you're in, you need to respect the man. And we need to have more of a DNA peripheral or, or shift it or work on it to realize you are unlimited. You know, the great thing about women now is we don't have a saber-toothed tiger at, our, at, at, the, at the door of our hut. We don't have that now. You can survive. You can cope. You can provide for yourself. So there's no hurry to get that guy and then try and fix him and change him into something else. That's where so many women go wrong and I've gone wrong in the past as well. So if a man is not who you want him to be, well then let it go. You know, unconditional love is absolutely about and we need to be unconditionally loving for everybody and everything if we're going to be in flow and we're going to be in truth and we're going to be integrity. And unconditional love is... I love you enough to allow you to be who you want to be. I don't have to fix you or change you to give me what I want. 
So if that person, and this is all about boundary setting, and I actually just wrote an article through New Life, um, a blog through New Life newsletter that just came out this week. And it's all about that. Stop trying to change and fix people. Walk and be your truth. And then they're either going to be a match or they're not going to be a, a match for you. So respect is very, very important. If you're in a relationship where you can't respect somebody, okay, then it's either going to be about boundaries and then let them go if they don't want to meet you at your truth and love them enough to allow them to be wherever they want to be. So connection. Connection for men, and this is about in relationships and also ascertaining is this the relationship they want to be in. Men want to be heard. They want to be heard. They want to feel supported in their achievements. They want to be respected for their achievements. They want to feel appreciated. Appreciation is such a big thing in regard to connection for men. And I've said it so many times on this show, but if you haven't got a copy of Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, go buy it. And if you've got it sitting on the shelf and you haven't got this right in your life, go back, pick it up and read it again because women are different, you know, until eventually we feel unappreciated. It's very, very normal for a woman to give and to love and to connect and to do whether or not she's feeling appreciated and she can end up feeling like the doormat, you know, passive aggressive, unhappy about it, but she's still going to keep doing it, you know. Men are very, very different. Men will tend to, if they don't feel appreciated, they're going to back off, they're going to pull away, and they're not going to do. They're not going to step in, or they'll keep doing it, and then they'll blow and pull away. So appreciation for men is. Now, what women tend to do is we can focus on feeling powerless and the negative. So we can start talking and being in a way where we're expressing what we're not getting and we're disappointed and we're unhappy and we feel unsupported and it feels yucky for us. So, you know, when, we, when you're talking to a man, if you want, I'm going to use a very, very simple example. If you want a hug from a man rather than, and you haven't had one for three days, rather than saying to him, you haven't cuddled me for three days. And mind you, we've got a whole story around that. We've got a story. Maybe he doesn't love me. Maybe he's with somebody else. Maybe he's not attracted to me anymore. Maybe, 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 maybe. And then when we're in that story, and this is very, very law of attraction, in that story, our whole focus and our energy is on what we're not getting. And if we express it in any shape or form to a man in that energy, he is going to go straight to, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to make you happy or nothing I can do will make you happy or you've got all these expectations and I'm getting criticized and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He's going to pull away or he's going to bluster back. So he's going to attack back and he's going to get angry. So this is just such a simple example. But if you want to hug, what you, what, how you need to do is appeal to him in this way, honey, I would just so love a hug right now. I love it when you hug me. Now, I know that sounds really simple 
and it sounds really crazy, but there is not one man on the planet that is a good guy or has got empathy, conscience, compassion, in other words, the ability to love and connect, because those criteria are all necessary for the ability to love and connect. A narcissist doesn't have that. A normal, everyday person does. Now, there is not a guy on the planet that does not have that capacity that is not going to come and give you a hug because he feels like a good boy. He feels like, oh my God, I'm getting the clear instructions about what my girl wants and by giving her that, I feel really good. And then when you get that hug, you say, thank you, honey, that's just made my day. And he's going to go away with the programming. I'm a good boy. I got a pat on the head. I want more of that. So you're actually going to train him, in inverted commas, you're going to train him to give you what he wants. So this is what men want. They want clear instructions on how to connect. Now men, being men, and this is all in Mars and Venus, and it's so true, men have, well, if it's not broken, don't fix it. You know, if somebody's saying nothing, well, then I think they're okay because men are too focused on what they're doing or what's going on in their head or their life or the stuff outside of the relationship that they don't even see it. So, you know, even in a dating situation when you're meeting a guy, you know, he might say to you, what do you want? Now, if you go into a verbal dialogue about, well, I don't want this and I don't want that and I don't want a man that blah, 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 he's going to go, oh, negative, 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 negative. You know, I'm never going to be able to make this girl happy because, and she's going to criticize. And, you know, so you talk about what you would love. You know, what would you love? You would love and be honest, be authentic. Drop those beliefs of that a man is, I'm going to scare him off. You're not going to scare him off because you're not saying you have to be this, you have to be that. Don't text him 10 times a day after you meet him. You know, don't be needy clingy. It's actually very, very powerful to hear a woman say for a man and it really inspires them and wants them to connect. I would love a life partner and I would love somebody that I can connect to, be honest with, have a growth experience with, that we can share our lives have our own lives healthily and our own interests, but share, you know, and just be in a relationship of two people that want to grow and want to create a life partnership. That's what you need to be expressing. Okay, now if if you're not comfortable with that, you've got limiting beliefs, there is nothing worse than women that get involved with men. There is lots of things worse actually, but it's just one of my bugbears as you can probably understand because when I hear about women getting involved in men and saying, I don't want anything serious because they think, oh good, I'm not going to put any pressure on him, right? And they actually do want something serious and then what do they do? When you speak your words, they become your truth. So if you're saying, I don't want anything serious and you get involved with somebody Please do not blame him down the track when you've got nothing serious because you just set it up and created it for yourself. So get in your power, get in your truth. Now, you know, when you're actually expressing about the sort of connection that you want in a relationship and you're saying to somebody, that's what I want, and you're also saying to them, you know, and I don't have casual sex. 
I'm not interested in casual sex. I'm actually interested in connecting to somebody and creating exclusivity with whoever that right person's going to be for me and then exploring a sexual relationship to see whether this can move forward on every level into a committed relationship that grows. But I don't do that without exclusivity. Now you can hear the way I'm saying I believe that and that's how I've created my last two relationships is exactly on that belief and, and expressing that and knowing that that's my truth. Now what's going to happen with a player? A player's going to hear that and go, oh, this is going to be really hard just to get this girl into bed to, to mess her around. But, you know, so you're going to eliminate. You've got to mean it. You've got to believe it. You've got to back it up. And you have to walk your talk on it. You know, but also too, a great guy is going to go, wow, this is a girl that doesn't sleep around. She's already ticked my boxes on fidelity and trust. It's so many levels. She's somebody that honors herself. She's somebody that's not needy. She's not somebody with baggage. You're going to tick a lot of boxes by expressing that. And also too, on a manifestation level, what you're going to do is define an energy with the universe is about this is my truth, this is the truth that I walk. I believe I deserve integrity, exclusivity and a genuine person who is going to want to court me, get to know to me, value me as a human being rather than just looking at me as a sex object. And you know what? Interestingly, any woman can be valued as a sex object. You know, she can, and that alone, it doesn't matter whether you're attractive or unattractive. Aesthetically, you know, it doesn't matter. Any woman can be used for sex, but it's only going to be happening if you allow it. And women that are, oh, I don't want anything serious because I think I'm going to scare him off, are highly susceptible to that happening. Very susceptible. Now, for women that are attractive... You know, aesthetically, I think everybody's attractive and beautiful, by the way. I think the essence of the human being is so much more attractive than aesthetics. Absolutely. But I'm talking on a strictly aesthetic level. So if there are women that are very, very attractive, you know, they run a huge risk of that too, of just being used as a sex object. And it's very, very sad that there are women that are attractive out there and then what happens is, you know, they connect with people, they throw their body and their looks at men thinking that that's what's going to create a healthy, strong relationship for them. No, it's not. Put your sexuality away and be valued as a human being first because ultimately that's what you want because even the best sex in the world is, does not guarantee you of a committed relationship. And if you haven't got the other aspects of substance working there, it's certainly not going to give you a relationship with a great guy because he doesn't just want a sex object. He wants all the solidness that goes with it. Connection too is in the dating process, men want connection and women can really, really um, mistake this because the sort of connection that a player can do with you, he could say to you, I've never felt this connected in my life. Women can automatically pick that up, believe, oh my God, he's the one. We've got real connection. But really what he is saying is that if I can make you think I'm connected to you, you're going to go to bed with me. Connection is the thing that takes time. 
men can be on that level physically, aesthetically, sexually connected. I have fun with her. There's not too much pressure. I can have sex with her, you know, and I can come across to her as like, wow, isn't this amazing? For him, it is amazing, but it certainly does not mean he's in a committed, exclusive relationship. And women can mistake that. Like I've had this amazing connection with Guy. He said that he feels this connection. So I've jumped into bed with him. We're having two or three weeks of catching up and having sex. I think I'm in a relationship. He doesn't. He's just having fun. Connection for a man on that deep soulful level, that spiritual, uh, energetic soul level where he's in love with you or falling in love with you and he sees you as a life partner does not happen through sex. I promise you, it doesn't. Sex is just icing on the cake. doesn't happen through sex. It happens through him respecting you, trusting you, believing in you and feeling a deeper, deeper level for you. That's what makes a man fall in love with you. And that takes time. That's not something. And that's why I talk about a lot, and it's a guide, the six-week couch test, which is date this guy. Do not go to bed with him until you know, not just something you've conjured up in your mind through your stories, until you know he has fallen in love with you. And not until you've had a discussion with him about we are just dating each other and we are doing exclusivity and commitment. Now, the great thing is, if you've expressed that at the start, that that's what you're looking for and that's how you play and run your dating experience into a relationship, he knows he needs to do that. He knows no sex before that. So he's going to be the one that comes up with that and offers that and brings that up. And that will be, he knows that this is not to be messed with. This is a real deal. And of course, in all of that dating process, you are absolutely, the actions need to meet the words. You've had enough belief in yourself. The, the interesting thing is that women that carry the worst beliefs about men the worst fears about men and don't believe that, you know, I believe that men are bad. We call them man-haters. I had periods of my life during my 20s, I was a man-hater. Absolutely. You know, but when you get out of all of that and you give guys a break and you realize that really they're no different from us and they do want to love and they do want to connect and they do want a life partner and they have got the ability to be monogamous and faithful and all those things, you start really dropping your fears and getting into your truth. The thing is, whatever we want to create in our life, it's like the hug. We need to be the energy of it. You need to actually start feeling and knowing those truths about men. The ego would have us believe, I need to hang on to my fears and my beliefs about the bad guys because that's actually what's going to protect me. No, it doesn't. It just keeps bringing them into your experience. Life is actually showing you that your stories are false. Any story that you have that does not, is not what you want, is a false story. False stories feel bad. They have a horrible vibration on them because they're not a true self story. The only true story is the one you want that's going to bring you happiness and fulfillment. All your other stories are false. 
Now, if you're carrying those false stories, and we've been brought up to believe, we've been conditioned to believe that's what keeps us safe, is still hanging on to those stories. That's actually a complete illusion and it's fallacy. What it means vibrationally, you are those stories. So what's going to happen is a man's going to come into your energy. There's only one of two things that can happen. You're either going to miss asking the questions, taking your time. You're going to miss picking up that he actually is not the guy for you or you may have a guy for you come into your space that could provide a healthy relationship and you're going to sabotage it through fear of your stories. So this is not about hanging on to those stories. This is about recognizing that those stories aren't serving me. They're hurting me. They're keeping this experience going in my life. Who I am now is love, support, integrity, truth, connection, all of those things that are going to make me happy. That's my vibration now. That's who I am. Now, the beautiful thing about when we start aligning and being our vibration, we start acting like it. We start vibrating at it. We start bringing it into our experience. And from that vibration of truth, we can actually look to the outside from that vibration of true self, what we want, and we are in a fulfilled, healthy, empowered space. So we can observe. We can observe, we can trust ourselves, we can ask the right questions, we can clarify, we can identify, we can stand in our truth, we can create boundaries because we are that energy. When you are that energy, the wrong stuff's not going to get in. And if it doesn't get in, it doesn't matter because you're already aligned. Your body knows, your vibrational matrix knows that when you are that energy, you're creating it, it's going to come. You're going to have it in your life. And in fact, it actually feels like you already have. That's why you feel so good when you're aligned with the right stories. You feel full. You don't feel needy. It doesn't matter if that person is not that level for you because you already are it. So that's the difference. I hope this is making sense because it's very, very important. When you're in the old stories and vibrating at them and the fear and the pain, you're not full. You're actually empty, you're broken, you're in pain. Now, when you're in that place, you're needy. You are needy. You want somebody to turn up to fix it for you because you're not fixing it yourself. So you are highly susceptible to accepting somebody or something in your life that's not going to be healthy for you. It's like hungry people eat the worst food. That's why they should never go shopping when they're hungry because they put the chocolate biscuits and the junk in their trolley. So think about that and understand it because you have to be what you want to create. And when you be what you want to create, you're going to be impervious to the stuff that's not a match for you. So this actually isn't about men being rotten. This is about you being whole. And then you're not going to accept rotten men. You're going to start attracting and vibrating and creating great guys. Okay, so what else do men want? What's very, very important to them? Fun, lightheartedness, playfulness. Men want to lighten their load. Men can be very serious in life. 
They want to laugh. They want to break. They want to chill out from that stuff. So, you know, and, and when also too, when you're dating or in, or in your relationships with starting a relationship with men, starting that bonding, starting creating that connection, you know, when you're asking your questions and you're ascertaining him, you don't want it to be a Spanish acquisition. You want to keep it direct and real, but make it playful. Make it playful. Make it fun. You know, and also too, in relationships with a guy, it's very important to know how to lighten things up, how to have fun, how to have a laugh, do all of those things. So intimacy for a man, he this is part of connection. He wants to feel he's desired by you, definitely. And he also know, wants to know, and men are learning this, this is part of the evolution of men, you know, that they have a safe place to be real, intimacy to be able to connect at that deeper level, to know that you're there for him, just like he's there for you. Because too many men can really, really feel like they take it all on, that they've got to fix, they've got to be the go-to person, and when they don't feel like they're doing a good job of that, they can start breaking down. So it's all about that understanding, you know, you can be real and you can be vulnerable with me, and I actually see that as a strength. I know. So it's all about how to connect and how to express that and how to do that as well. So, you know, really the information that I'm giving you is very, very important about transforming any relationships you're in, realizing what you need to have a healthy relationship, what he needs. And you may need to say to yourself, I really have to be realistic that this relationship may not transform. However, many relationships can transform. So if you're with a narcissistic individual that you've categorized as narcissistic, somebody who is not accountable, who does not care about your feelings, who is not supportive, who doesn't have empathy, well then you need to move on and keep moving on because you're dealing with somebody who does not have the resources to have a healthy relationship. Now with you with somebody that isn't a narcissist and you're in a relationship that doesn't feel healthy, those two books are just really powerful resources. Mars and Venus, okay, and Crucial Conversation. And the interesting thing is that often one person really changing the energy and the dynamic can bring another person into that energy and dynamic with you powerfully. So this isn't about shoving these books under your partner's nose because a man is going to, if he's not in the right space and he isn't working on himself, he's just going to hear, oh my God, this is just more evidence that I'm not good enough and I can't make you happy. How many women have tried to get their men into personal development, therapy, etc., 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 and it hasn't worked? Now mind you, if you are really receiving unhealthy things in your relationships, that may need to be a boundary, that unless these are the things that are my truth now, you know, that's like being with an alcoholic, where you say, my reality now is alcohol-free life. I'm not going to accept it. So really what you're saying is, you know, you go and get off alcohol, go to AA, you do whatever you need to do, and you're not in my life until that happens. You're not. I'm actually not going to sit here and wait to fix it. I'm going to say, no, today, it's done, it's finished. Okay, if if the information changes that you become an alcohol-free, safe person, well then, I'll look at it. 
But until then, I won't unless I ever believe it, know it, and I can trust you. That's a boundary, okay? But if you're in a relationship where it is livable, but it's unhappy and, and things just aren't working and you're not fulfilled and you know he's not fulfilled, well, then work on yourself and create a different energy that can come into it. So for women that are looking to meet somebody in their life, and I know a lot of my readership and the people that listen to this radio are women that are on their own. They're single. And this is why, you know, I think so much energy and knowing has to go into how to create love, how to create real love, how to get empowered, you know, and there's so many resources in my powered, in, um, in my love creation, create the love you want in all of that section with the ebooks and the e-courses, which is all about this sort of information. Because initially when I learned this information, I had no idea. I nearly fell off my chair, you know, after so many failed relationships. When I started researching and studying and doing online courses and learning, I, I just... I just thought to myself, it was really a no-brainer. No wonder I have been getting this wrong because I was just completely disempowered in the way I was trying to create love, like so many single women are. So, and you know, the most incredible things that I learned was practically how to know that I was the chooser, that, you know, and men are the suitors and I'm the chooser. That changed everything for me. And then being so interested in law of attraction and looking at my life and understanding how I was unconsciously manifesting all the stuff I didn't want in my life in relationships and as a single person trying to create a relationship and how to take responsibility for that and understand the energetic laws that are absolute. It's an absolute foolproof system. So when you align and get the system right, you will get the results every single time. Life cannot not provide you who you are vibrationally. You will get your desire every time if you understand it and sort it out. So, so you have got the ability to vibrationally connect with a great guy, have him step up and have him fall in love with you and be that safe, real person you've absolutely got that power women are very very fortunate we haven't understood this and I didn't understand this until I learned about it I'd always felt like this battered hurt powerless woman people used to say to me how on earth are you single and you know they were doing it from I guess an intelligence aesthetic level or whatever it might be or a capability level but inside, I felt like this powerless, broken woman that was just terrified, scared of men, had had so many painful relationships. I had no idea where to start without fear, terror, pain. No? So I understood the complete difference. Women have got the power. And we ha when we get vibrationally aligned and we understand this and we change all of our limiting beliefs and our false beliefs about our past experiences, everything changes for us. Because we know on a logical level, in as far as connection or sex or dating or anything, you know, it's, it's about the woman says yes or no. 
And the man has to respect that. And if he doesn't respect that, he can get lost, you know. But relationships actually always go at the pace that the woman is saying yes or no to. We get to set the pace. Men don't. We do. So there's so many aspects of it about us saying yes or no and being in our power and making empowered choices. But we have got the power. And when we understand good men, men want to support, they want to protect, they want to make you happy. They actually do want to make you happy. And I know I'd always come from experiences of men not wanting to make, well, not always. Actually, a lot of times I'd missed it when I was younger because I didn't believe in that. I believed men were A, B, C and D, all my limiting beliefs. I didn't even understand that men, how they fulfilled, how they feel purpose is by making a woman happy. Absolutely. By making a good woman happy that's appreciative, that's not entitled, that's not narcissistic, that actually feels fulfilled through what he's doing. That's what inspires a man. It's really interesting statistically that men suffer. I know they move on quicker because they've got that peripheral thing and women can get you know hooked up very easily with a guy just saying the few right words. Men often, not all men, but a lot of men move on a lot more quickly from a woman. But on an emotional level, when a man is single, when a relationship is broken down, he loses all purpose. Because if he hasn't got a woman in his life that he's providing and granting to, he has no purpose. So think about that. Think about that. That his greatest purpose he wants is you. So that's going to change how you think about men in a massive, massive way. So you have to be that woman that is worth being his purpose. So all of those criteria, which really boils down to respecting yourself and really being in a vibration of what you want instead of the toxic baggage vibration of what you don't want, because that's a red flag to men. Red, big red flag. So how do you know he's the right guy? You know, and this is a part of your education on taking your time, having your boundaries, speaking the truth of what you want in a relationship. Men love a woman who knows what she wants. Absolutely. Because that to him is integrity, it's strength, he can trust her, she's going to walk beside him in life, she's not going to go to pieces and be a liability because she doesn't know her own mind, her own truth. He wants a strong woman. A, a woman that is in her heart, who believes in love, who's got the capacity to love, who knows what she wants. That's incredibly inspiring and sets aside the normal women that he's experiencing. Because you want to remember, we've got the DNA level of one ram, a hundred ewes. Now, if that ram was ever going to be monogamous, and men can be because they can make that frontal lobe decision, but he wants a woman that stands out from the crowd. You can't be one of the flock. You've got to be that woman that stands up, that inspires him to be that man for her. And that's really what most men want. They want that woman. You need to be that woman. So you need to be that woman that comes across as, this is my truth, this is what I want in my life. And if you're not it, that's fine. Not a problem. Because somebody will be. So no skin off my nose if you're not that guy. That's incredibly inspiring. 
So you need to ask questions and you need not to fall into the trap of you meet a guy, it feels like connection, he's telling you it's connection, he's pushing, he's wanting a lot and you haven't taken the time to ascertain him. So you need to ask the hard questions. And to learn about those questions that are really going to ascertain him, you need to understand what they are. Because if he's a player, if he doesn't even have integrity, if he's not genuine, he's going to start faltering at those questions. He's not going to stand up and answer them. He's going to change the subject. He's going to try and flatter you. He's not going to be real and authentic in that space. And you'll see it. You will see it, whether or not he's going to stand up and he's going to be real or whether he's not for real. So... You know, I would highly recommend to you, there's a lot of dating information out there that you can find. You know, I've covered so much of that in an extensive encyclopedia e-course, which gives you everything you need, as well as the manifestation um, alignment to work on yourself, to lose your limiting beliefs, to start being, vibrating, creating what you do want instead of what you don't want is about eliminating those old stories that have become your map of the world, your reality, and then, of course, so it is. You're just going to keep playing them out. So I hope that's really, really helped. That e-course is Empowered Love Creation e-course, which you can find on my website underneath um, and in the banner, How to Create Real Love. That's all there. But, I, you know, those two books that I talked about, if you don't have them in your bookshelf, you need them. They're life-changing. Okay. So I hope that's helped and that's going to help you take responsibility and change these patterns because you can start changing them today. You don't need to stay the powerless victim hoping somebody's going to come along and change your mind about how men are. You need to change your mind. You are the creative force that creates everything in your experience. And a lot of people can say, well, you know, I'm sick and tired of it. It's just too hard. It's just too hard. Why do I have to do all the work? Because it's your experience you're creating. That's why. And when you start hitting the pocket of where you need to be, it's actually not hard work. When you're aligned, life starts becoming easy, effortless, uncomplicated. But yes, it does take work to get to that. But there's an end in sight and then it's going to start working for you. So nobody else can do that for you. You can only do that for yourself. So anyway, that's it for the show today. If you have any comments about the show or anything that you would like to ask me about, you can certainly email me at melanie at melanietonyevans.com. And also too, if you haven't signed up for the blog, um, go to my homepage www.melanietoniaevans.com and you can sign up for newsletters, be receiving blogs, watching blogs and all empowered information that I'm giving to you because I want to help you. I want your life to get right. You know, that's my heartfelt thing. I want to fix this pain that you've had so you can have a great experience and a beautiful love experience. So that's it from me. Lots of love and I will be talking next week. Okay, bye-bye.